Skim, chocolate, strawberry. Brandon, what is your favorite type of milk? How do you like to enjoy milk? Uh, My favorite type of milk is the kind of milk that is fighting for gay rights in the United States. I'm talking about Harvey milk. (laughs) Okay. Hell yeah, What about you? What's your favorite type? I'm so glad you asked. My favorite type is... Cream, cash rules everything around me. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that cream milk, huh? Yeah, that's my favorite type. Yeah. It's cream. It's pretty, pretty good, I would, cream I would of the crop. say. I can't we just agree I think strawberry is the worst kind of milk? Or is skim milk the worst kind of skim milk? Skim milk is the worst kind of milk. I mean, it's basically like sour water at that point, right? Yeah, it's pretty much... Pretty much just kind of like white dyed water. Yeah. Yeah, I would, uh, like whole milk is my second favorite type of milk. Like just just talking strictly cow's milk, milk. Yeah. So that basically puts skim milk at the opposite end where it's like the worst milk. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, we, we've, we've stepped away from the cow's udder for so long now um, that, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a little little tough to say. We're a bit more on the oat and soy side of things nowadays. That's true. But, you know, if you're going to have real cow milk, then you might as well go all in and have cream. You might as go. Might, might as might as <laughs> might as might touch. As might as gold. Um, <laughs> might as well go ahead and go full hog, as they say. Why is that? Well, that's another farm animal. <laughs> hey donna welcome to the bargain den my name is brandon my name is donna afro mentioned and afro mentioned <laughs> i thought we weren't going to tell anyone about my sick new hair dye hair yeah. d- hairdo oh no is there a gas leak there's a gas leak and uh-huh. um it's, it's off to it we're off to the races donna um <laughs> This is The Bargain Den. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us watching movies and telling you whether or not they're frugal or should you watch them or not. And my name is... Well, we already did that part. Yeah. I'm Brandon. You're Donna. And we're here to rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We are um, still in Bangkok, as we had previously mentioned. However, we are in our new... uh, A new place. This should be the final move of all the moves. Our new abode. A new abode. Um... And we're uh, just uh, just got set up and getting used to the whole new shindig here. Um, Donna, do you want to tell everybody what we watched this week? Yeah, so as you could definitely guess from our intro, because I planned it for this reason, um, we watched Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You, directed by Boots Riley. Um, it just came on Netflix the start of March. Um, so we're going to spoil this 2018 film. So, so um, 
gonna have to remind Donna we are now back into an apartment situation, so <laughs> so I can't yell spoil it. Yeah, you're gonna have to at kinda, nine at night. Yeah, gonna have to be a little bit a little bit careful there with how how you throw your spoils around. Real real quick before we dive into the movie, sure. do you want to guess um, in what way? Because I feel like there's a few ways. That, that you could tie the intro to the movie we watched. Do you want to take a gander at what I was aiming for? Was it the capital capitalism take? K- kinda? No. Because Cash, no. Cassius Screen is the name of the main yeah, character? Yes, that is it. That is it, yes. Oh, because Cash rules everything. Gotcha. Cash rules everything around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's jump into it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry to Bother You follows uh, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, who plays Cassius Green, goes by Cash, and um, he's kind of just trying to get his foot in the world and find his place to be comfortable, Um, and uh, him and his girlfriend Detroit are living in a garage apartment under his uncle's house, under Cash's uncle's house, and uh, Cash finds a lands a gig at a telemarketing company, Regal View. Is that correct? Regal View? Mm-hmm. And, um, in Oakland. In Oakland, California. He um, at first kind of struggles to find his foothold in this new job, but then um, at the advice of an elderly co-worker of his, um, he is given the advice that he should uh, use his white voice, as his, as his co-worker says. And he says, I already am. And he says, no, you got to really um, sell it and act like you don't need the money you're making here. And so then uh, one night after drinking with some friends and his girlfriend, he then finds his white voice, quote unquote. And from that moment forward, he is the top salesperson at Regal View. So there's a coveted power caller position. And if you really work your way up, you could become a power caller and make buttloads of money um, selling, eh, no one's really quite sure, but it's uh, it's higher price stuff, so higher commission. And um, you get an elevator. And you get your own elevator that only power callers can take. Mm-hmm. And Cassius wants this promotion and he's working hard for it, but the rumor has it that it's fake, like, that's not actually a real thing that you get uh, promoted into. And um, the union at the call center is organizing for higher wages for everyone across the board. So um, so he joins in on that. But uh, someone is an attempt to stop their power caller on the way uh, from getting much traction in the union. He is promoted finally to the power call or position. Which... Much- much to the dismay of his friends and girlfriend, all of which are very pro-union and wanting to stick with the union aspect of things. Right. So um, so Cassius has kind of become a chink in the armor of this, this union now that he's taken a promotion. And um, he quickly realizes that what the power callers are selling is um, labor. And there's a there's a evil company called oh god what were they called? I want to say WeWork, but that's not right. <laughs> what was it called? I don't know. I'll keep talking. So this company 
um, houses people like the idea is you have no, no worries. Is that what it was? I don't know. The idea is that everything's taken care of. They house you, they feed you, you live where you work. Um, and worry free, worry free. That's what it was called. Worry free. Right. So it's worry free. You don't have to worry about making rent or having a car or anything. Cause you just live your entire life at a factory where you punch in, punch out and eat and go to bed. And, um, that's what he's selling. And he's really, really, really good at it. So Cassius ends up getting invited to a big party where the owner of Worry Free, I keep wanting to say no worries now. The owner of Worry Free is hosting this party and Cassius gets invited because he's the number one salesman right now. And um, shit gets a little weird there. Yeah, uh, at this party, he's uh, kind of looking like he's going to get promoted into something even better than the power caller position. Uh, but that's not before he has to take a quick trip to the bathroom and gets kind of turned around. And when he gets uh, down the wrong <laughs> wrong jade emerald door. Um, he jade, emerald, olive. You potato, know. potato. He ends up finding out that uh, Worry Free is actually creating horse people, uh, Equisapiens. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that's what they're called. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, basically to uh, replace the, the, the working class citizen with these extra strong horse people. Yeah, the idea being that they could work even harder and that they're less likely to complain because they're more animal-like. But to do this, um, what Worry Free is doing is um, drugging real human people with something that turns them into half-horses. And that's not cool, bro. Like, they're... Um, <laughs> They're not living well, but they're still very much people, but in half-horse bodies. And Cassius freaks out, rightfully. And um, uh, I wish I could remember. What's the name of the company owner? Oh, um, obviously, well, he's played by Army Hammer. Um, Is that Army Hammer? Yeah. Amazing. I'll just call him that. Okay. So Army Hammer is like... Hey, dude, I know that was kind of freaky what you saw. Steve Lift. Steve Lift, like Steve Jobs. Anyway, uh, obviously that's pretty freaky what you saw, but listen, it's all for a good cause because we're going to be super productive. <laughs> and anyway, I want to pay you $100 million to uh, turn yourself into a horse person and basically become a fake MLKJ for the horse people so that, yeah, you get it. You get it. And um, Cassius is like, I don't know about that. That sounds risky. And, um, and instead of taking this offer, uh, he later decides to, to tell the world, tell the world what Worry Free is doing to people. But um, it's going to take a little more than just telling people. And he ends up, um, I don't know, it, it starts a revolution with the Equisapiens. Yeah. And uh, 
Sorry, I, I had to read up on Army Hammer. I don't know where you were at. I please, please keep going. I mean, that could be the end. Like he starts a revolution with the Equisapiens and then turns into an Equisapien and continues the revolution. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? It was really good. I liked it. What did you think? I also really liked it. I, I was. It was nice to to watch a movie that I had been excited to watch for a long time. I don't know. There was something about this that I could just tell I was going to like, and then I did. I liked it actually more than I thought I was going to. So When did this movie come out again? 2018. 2018. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Probably probably closer to 2019. Is like, I don't know. Sometimes when something is listed as 2018, it's actually, you know, that's when it gets to festivals and then a wide release the following year or so. But. Right. Or it was released in like November, December, and... Yeah, I wanted to clarify because I had to remember what it was that Army Hammer had gotten in trouble for recently. And I actually didn't know who that was. Like, I didn't I didn't recognize him in this film um, until I was looking at the credits just now. Um, and uh, yeah, it seems like a pretty bad dude. So uh, kind of fitting that he played such a evil, <laughs> evil person in this. What What did he do? Can I know? He several women came forward with uh, sexual misconduct allegations and the thing that like stuck with a bunch of people was these screen grabs of Instagram conversations where he was discussing um, various things, among which were uh, cannibalism with some of the women that he had had an affair with. Um, and so that's kind of what stuck in people's minds was that he was talking about eating people. Yeah, so a pretty fitting, I'd say, for his character. Yeah, yeah, pretty... <laughs> I mean, not the same, obviously, but, like, same idea. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I, sometimes I wonder if casting directors get vibes off of people, <laughs> you know? Hey, you it's think like, Boots new? Mm, like, especially, I feel like a lot of casting directors are ladies, and they've got just mm. the intuition when a creepy, creepy man walks in, and she's like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, he's he's harassed some women. He'll fit this role. Like, I, I'm getting some weird, like, cannibalistic vibes off of him, too. Like, I think it'll fit the whole Equisapien thing. I don't know. Let's try him. My favorite thing that I was just reading about it was that he denied it. And it's just, I it cracks me because he then had to apologize later. And it's just so crazy whenever it's like, somebody's like, I didn't do it. Fuck it, I did it. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. I would never. Oh, okay. you have proof? Oh, Sorry. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Oops. It's really... Anyway. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at my, my Crystalia cutout that my dear friend Chandler <laughs> gave me as I'm <laughs> discussing Talking this. Talking about <laughs> shitty people doing shitty things. Yeah, it's pretty funny. No, Not I... Not that uh, Chandler, Chandler is a wonderful friend of mine. Um, I the, the, the person that he gave me a cutout of is not, uh, but... <laughs> It's really funny because, like, when I look over at you to talk to you while we podcast, yeah. the cutout is just right, right behind you, and it little feels kind of like I'm talking to him a little bit. Like he could almost be looking at me. It's very, it's interesting. Anyway, maybe we can find out cutouts of more um, sexual predators <laughs> in the clearance aisle. I got Kevin Spacey. Who'd you get? I've got you beat. Oh, what'd you find? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that was a collector's <laughs> Okay, I'll admit it. I didn't get that out of the clearance aisle. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it would be actually, maybe we should start a side business. Uh, 
of the podcast where we oh, just no. sell cardboard cutouts of uh, sexual predators. <laughs> oh no! Well, but hear me out, like, because then you could use them as like target practice. Oh, interesting. I like this twist. I'm just imagining. What a having, fun like, dartboard! Showroom filled with terror. <laughs> Like, like the outside of like the entrance is just a giant trigger warning, yeah. like a curtain painted as a trigger warning. That's like sexual predators beyond this point. Like, <laughs> oh, we could put them all in little cages. Oh, amazing. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Get off the subject. Oh, no, wait. I have one more. Okay, sure. And then we also have cutouts of aliens and call the store alien versus. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Stupid joke. <laughs> Fucking. It was, yeah, it was one of those where, like, you were, like, pitching it at me, and then, like, I saw it, like, as it was about to hit my face, and I was like, God, darn it. Mm, okay yeah we can move on now all right was it a frugal movie donna oh goodness well there's a lot of money involved here i think we're gonna have a few things to check out all right cassius let's start there great go ahead so cassius begins the movie unemployed and he gets a job that's frugal okay but and then he gets a promotion, and that's also frugal. But then, like, he gets this really, really fancy apartment with a bunch of fancy stuff, and maybe is being a little too um, l- 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 loose with his money. Loose with his money, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, got, I got it stuck in my head because I just realized I laughed really loud and we're in this apartment, and I got real nervous. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. I can hear everything. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> oh god anyway uh, we'll, we'll just start saving all our egg cartons and make oh, this yeah. an egg carton wall um, too bad they're all plastic um, <laughs> yeah I, uh, I, he gets pretty pretty not frugal with his money um, but, but then at the end he ends up moving back in with his uncle into the garage but keeping some of the nice stuff he's already bought and to me that's the most frugal thing like yeah. Like, you already bought the stuff. You're not going to get your money back if you sell it. And if you sell it, you're going to have to buy stuff to replace it. So keep your nice stuff, just what fits, and down downsize, you know? Yeah, I will say this movie is also um, uh, very frugal. Uh, not frugal. Gosh, darn it. Very pro-union, um, which is frugal, you know? Making mm-hmm. sure that the money is distributed appropriately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Um, I realized I forgot we did forget we do the boxed in segment on the first half of the show. So let's let's jump to our boxed in segment. Box, 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 boxed in. Um, well, just right off the bat, I want to. Uh, oh, hey, Brandon. What? A wiki, a wiki popped up. Yeah. And uh, look, don't. <laughs> all right. You want to talk about this instead? OK, yeah, we'll go. It ahead looks and... like it says booties void. <laughs> <laughs> it's, bo- it's boots void i thought boots yeah it's an enormous it, okay well let, let's go ahead and read the you want to you want to read what uh, boots void is boots 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 go ahead boots go ahead and read void. what boots void is for for something completely unrelated to this podcast go ahead 
colloquially referred to as the Great Nothing. It's an enormous, approximately spherical region Here, I'll, of space. <laughs> of space. Containing very the- few galaxies. It's located in the vicinity of... This is awful, Donna. Like, <laughs> stop. Of the constellation Boots, hence the name. The center of the location of... The center is located at approximately right ascension 14th 50 M and desclination 46 degrees. There, are you happy? Now you know my dark secrets that I was looking at Boots Void. I kind of want to go there. Anyway, boxed in. It's 300 million light years away from Earth. Yeah, and I can do anything I want. The first review is from Jay, and Jay says, uh, good to see Bojack still getting work. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah, got him. Vanessa says, uh, call me by your name. No. No. Boo. Are these all going to be horse jokes? No. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh Iha says Equisapiens for life. I like it. I mean, that's not a joke. That's just a statement. And yeah, the Equisapiens were definitely the heroes of the film. Uh, Last Dare Travers says, really couldn't tell you what happened in this film. Well, didn't seem like you watched it then, but you still gave it three stars. Weird. Interesting. What else? What else is frugal about this movie? All right. So, okay. Here's a frugal thing. Uh, the first thing that Cassius does when he starts making money again is he pays his debts. He owes his uncle like four months back rent and he, I, I'm pretty sure he just buys the house basically because it's about to be foreclosed on, which that's frugal. That's a good investment. Like for one, debts are such a drain on your income. Pay those off as soon as possible. Good on you, Cassius paying off your debts, but then even further, equity. You know, houses have equity. You want to hang on to that. Now your uncle, he's about to sell his house and go work for worry-free. At that point, he is going to own literally nothing. And so what Cassius is doing here is not only investing in his uncle and himself, he's investing in the whole family because now the family has equity. And then it's, it's generational, you know? Like, that that's one of the best investments you can make in your life. And that's one of the first things he does. It's like before he even gets the fanciest apartment. It's true. It's true. Um, do you want to go ahead and go to our other segment now? 33, yeah! Yeah, I won't make you um, do that a bunch of times. Safety driven, no. All right. Um, <laughs> so I guess instead of Lakeith Stanfield, um, Donald Glover was originally selected to play the main role of this. I could see that. Yeah, I could too. Um, which, I don't know. It feels like there's something kind of sad about two white people being like, I could see another black person playing this role. But genuinely knowing those two actors, not genuinely knowing them, but from what I've seen of their work, I do feel like this could be something that Donald Glover could have pulled off. However, I don't know. I think that it was, I don't know. I think Lakeith knocked it out of the park. I thought it was awesome. He was really good. Um, 
Oh my God. And he can really, can I just say, it was really almost painful watching how small he could make his body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that when, okay, because you noticed, like I, I never would have noticed this because I'm not good at this anyway, but you noticed that it was the same guy as uh, L in Death Note. Oh yeah. Right? And like after you said that, that's when I realized like, oh, right. Because I've like very rarely have I seen an actor express so much just by how much they contract or expand their body. He's really good at that. That's not what this show's about, though. Keep going. Um, yeah, he was also really good in uh, Knives Out. Um, over 60 scenes were shot in 28 days. Damn. I'd say that's frugal. Yeah, that's it's, some fast-paced shit. It's like two a day almost. Um, Boots Riley was the lead vocalist for the hip-hop group The Coop. Or the, the yeah the coop, um, he made the album "Sorry to Bother You" in 2012, which he then used for this movie. Meaning he effectively made the soundtrack seven years before the film. That's frugal. Absolutely frugal. Also, really frugal that uh, he's got like beyond just already having the soundtrack taken care of. Like he's he's made a movie around his album, and that's cross promotion. Boom. Um, lastly, this is the second production to involve Lakeith Stanfield in a show uh, that contains a horse hybrid, the first being BoJack Horseman. I have to know what he did in BoJack. He played Guy. Oh, duh. You already told me that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is a frugal I liked. Movie. I liked Guy. Yeah, me too. I liked BoJack Horseman also. Um, it's a great show. Um, I think that's going to do I think. I think it's a frugal one, yeah? Yeah, I mean... Um, down, down with the rich. Eat the rich. Eat the rich and uh, make wise investments, you know? Spend your money fairly. Share the wealth so that other people can spend their monies wisely and stuff. And, like, he just... It's like a hero's journey, but for money, you know? <laughs> like, he... He's not doing well, and then he goes on a journey, and he learns some stuff about himself and about life, and then he returns, and he's a better person for it, money-wise. You know? Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, also, just a very good movie. Watch uh, watch this movie. Yeah, it was really good. You want to thank some people, Donna? Yes. Okay. First, thank you so much for listening. Yes, you listening to this on your phone or your computer or in your car or with your beats headphones wow. <laughs> uh, i also want to thank brandon for doing this podcast with me and editing it ed- editing it because you're awesome <laughs> i'm so sorry and i also want to thank the lounge kittens for the use of their cover of dirty deeds and i want to thank sarah anastasia who created our uh super cute cover art of us holding our cats I'd also like to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. And um, I also want to thank our bargainer. Who's our bargainer? 
Our bargainer is Jack3245. Thank you, Jack. Jack was the last person to leave us a review on iTunes podcast. You can become our bargainer if you leave us a review there or if you leave us a review elsewhere. Just let us know. Send us an email to thebargaindencast at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at The Bargain Den. Let us know you left the review and uh, maybe you too can become The Bargainer. Thanks, Jaggedy Jack. Don't talk back. All right. Well, um, that's, that's going to do it for us. Donna just farted. That was weird. Um, gross, Donna. What a way to sign off our first episode here in the new apartment. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's just I knew a, you'd like it. Just a toot. It's just a toot. I get to look at Crystalia for 30 minutes. I get to fart. I get to toot. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. Pineapples. Will. Drink. Other. Peoples. Drinks. When. They. Are. Thirsty. For. Cash. But you ain't got the guts She keeps nagging at you night